Prometheus. You stand accused of crimes against fandom. How do you plead? Oh, I don't know. What? I'm just a captain. Well, are you like gonna defend yourself or? <laughs> what? You know, if you want to get laid, what? You could just say, "Hey, I'm trying to get laid." Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm like recording a podcast. I'm not trying to. <sighs> All right, my room, 10 minutes. Welcome back to Sci-Fi on Trial. I'm your host, Jesse Mercury. This time, we're putting Prometheus on trial for crimes against fandom. Joining me are Johnny Unicorn, Ryan Casey, Allison Lazat, and Sarah Lehman. And we'll also hear from local filmmaker Justin Minnick. Let's meet our panel. So, joining us as always, we have Johnny Unicorn. Howdy. John, you are a musician. Sure. You are now also a podcaster. You That's started your I, own podcast. I did. I'm six episodes in. I'll talk about anything. Um, so uh, <laughs> is that is that your is that your pitch? <laughs> what do you want? I'll talk about it. Well, the, la- the last episode, I uh, I did a whole. I, I recorded myself jogging. Yeah, um, oh. and that's riveting entertainment. <laughs> so I would check it out. I like how. Also, I'm learning to speak more eloquently. So I can tell. You'll hear me. Not. <laughs> <laughs> that was insane. You should do a great. whole podcast about those Swedish fish Oreos. Yeah, the oh, Swedish fish Oreos. Yeah. Just eating I them. I can review each one. Yeah. A questionable <laughs> Oreo choice. Where do we this where, where do we find the last one? Where do we find your new podcast? Uh johnnyunicorn.com. Nice. Clean. It, I like it. Yeah, yeah, the website's pretty clean. There's like barely anything on it, but uh <laughs> I would check it out. Sweet. It's pretty good. Uh joining us also Ryan Casey. Hello. Ryan's a comedian, writer, uh, podcaster. Sure. And I don't have my own podcast, but it seems like maybe I should now. Is everyone, you have one? Jesse's got one? Once or? I have a podcast, Johnny's got then one. everyone should have a podcast. No, I don't have a podcast. Right. Don't you have radio, li- radio LARP? Yeah, you have a podcast. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> dot com. Yeah. You seem Isn't really that? disappointed about that. Radiolarp.com? Yeah, I forgot about it. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, I haven't. We haven't done it. We haven't done an episode in a while. So, well, is it? I know. I, Doug said there's something coming. There's something coming soon. Oh right? yeah, there's something coming. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a script I'm not done because I'm not working on it very hard. Yeah, yeah. it's just sitting there. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, also joining us for the first time, Sarah Lehman. Uh, Sarah's a constant guest on my other podcast, Sci-Fi with Jesse Mercury. Hi. Sarah's a huge nerd, sci-fi nerd. Yeah. And uh, and you like science and space. Yes, I do. What's your sign? Um, that has nothing to do with science or space. <laughs> it's so just irrelevant. Just, just making shit chat. <laughs> uh, I, I actually don't know. Um, the on, rotation of the Earth has changed enough to where the s- signs are no longer the same. They've oh, switched. That's right. That's interesting. Um, I guess like the time frame of when you were born. So crazy. I don't know. What were you? Scorpio. What does that mean? That asshole. I'm an asshole. That sounds Which right. is pretty true. Yeah, no. totally. Uh, and then also joining us for the first time, we have Allison Lazat. 
Hello. Allison is a comedian, performer, actress. Um, what else? Tell us more about you. Oh, I'm general weirdo. General weirdo. <laughs> you have great sweaters, which is yeah. I've noticed. I do. I do. I have a, a great collection of sweaters, uh, various textures, colors. <laughs> <laughs> I've really you've only seen two sweaters and you were very impressed so. they're both great you're today you're wearing a Nyan cat sweater and yeah. yesterday you had one with Mario but it was like Mario and Yoshi and the princess but it was very realistic looking mm-hmm. as if they were actually questing yes in olden days yeah they were knights and very jealous princess really princessy yeah yeah and today we have gathered to put Prometheus on trial This time we're doing something a little different. We're putting this movie on trial for crimes against fandom because this movie has a a decent reception uh, as far as critics and fans are concerned, but the fandom of Alien was furious at this movie. Um, So, I mean, people are just really, really upset at the convoluted plot, uh, putting in all these elements of, you know, religion and and belief into this structure of films that has never had anything like that before and generally being very upset. So uh, so we're gonna do a totally different format for this trial. Uh, this one we will attempt to come to a verdict together tonight based off of a new point system that I have made up that might not work, but I feel good about, so we're gonna give it a shot. Uh, so the trial is gonna be worth a total of 30 points and if the film ends up between 20 and 30 points, it's not guilty. If it ends up between zero and 10, it's guilty. If it ends up in the middle, then we have to come to a unanimous verdict. Mm. And if we're unable to do so, it will go to a Twitter vote and Twitter will decide. Sound good? Sounds great. Yes. Cool. What, what if Twitter can't decide? <gasps> then it goes to LiveJournal. <laughs> okay. Li- <laughs> Who still has a LiveJournal account? I don't, but I'll make one for I this. I have a dead journal if, account. If necessary. Uh, so there will be opportunities to both gain and lose points throughout the trial. It's going to be interesting. We'll see how it goes. The first section, each of us, we're going to go around the room and determine we're de- determine how many stars we think this movie is worth up to four stars. And each star is worth one point. Taking into account everything about this film, uh, your emotional connection to it, the technical aspects, is it pretty? Does it make you feel anything when you're watching it? Uh, how do you feel about it as a fan of Alien? Just everything. This is your personal opinion. Uh, anywhere from zero to four stars. Let's start with Allison. Two. That's why it, I can't like give it like a, it almost give it a one and a half, but I don't want to deal with half points. So I'm just going to round up to two. You're welcome to deal with half points. Uh, then one and a half. One and a half. One and a half. That's all cinematography and just the visuals itself. Uh, the special effects were awesome. They're very good. The movie, the storyline is shitty, I think. Uh, and in the Alien fandom, I it makes me mad because it needlessly complicates what could have been a very easy and uh, straight through line to the next story. What's your connection to the <coughs> Alien franchise? I mean, I just grew up watching them and I read a lot of, I mean, I read a lot of the Dark Horse comics and just I love the idea of the xenomorphs and the... I don't know. I guess there's that whole uh, claustrophobic horror of being trapped on a planet with something going to just tear your head off at any moment. Yeah. So what was missing from this? I don't know. It's not even that it's, it's, it's just, it doesn't feel right. It's just, it's too clean. Some of it made me like squeamish. Not a lot of it made me scared really, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. there's not enough monsters. Yeah. Mm. Well, 
There's some there are some creepy crawlies. I don't know. For sure. That wormy guy. In this case, the humanoids are like the real monster. That guy straight up turned into a monster and his head started to expand. Yeah. yeah. So how many how many stars would you give it? Two star two stars. Two I'll stars. Two stars. Slightly better than Allison. I had fun watching it again. It's only the second time I'd seen it. And it made me wonder if it was good or not. I don't think it's good. Uh, and it, I certainly like talking about it, and it kind of makes me mad. It makes me mad, but in a way that uh, is engaging. Just some of it just seems stupid, and some of the plot holes seem needless. You know, I think that mm. the other movies are so simple, where it's just like, we're going, there's a thing, don't know what it is, something scary is happening, and then it's the monster, and we barely get away. Sarah, how about you? Um, I would say three. Three stars? Yeah. It's more on the positive side. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, I, I liked it more than I didn't like it. Yeah. So. What did you like about it? Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's a beautiful movie. Um, I thought that, I, I don't know. I mean, it was it was engaging to watch. Like, I didn't, like, check Facebook watching it or, you know. Yeah. Like, I didn't it want, I didn't attention. feel the need to, like, break away from it and that, um I don't know, it's hard to do these days with movies, I guess. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think everything else that I didn't like about it, I am I can dismiss easily. Like, it doesn't bother me that much. What What's the sort of stuff that you don't like about it? Um, Like, the scientists are morons. That yeah. bothers me. Yeah. Um, you know, there is a lot of, like, uh, needless, uh, like, faith or religion in it too i think which kind of bothers me that's the scientists are the people of faith or just uh yeah, i guess I mean, shaw in particular yeah yeah i mean yeah. and that alone doesn't bother me scientists are allowed to have faith and, and be religious um but i don't think that scientists who are do have like religion um should let it get in their way of discovery yeah, like she came to conclusions based on faith, yeah. which she straight up says early on in the movie. Yeah. You know, why do you think that this was an invitation? And she says, because I that's what I choose that's to believe. That's what I choose to believe, yeah. yeah. And I don't think any, like, reputable scientist would ever say that's what I choose to believe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, and like, I didn't, like, I was not emotionally invested into any of the characters at all. Like, maybe David, the weird, like, android. Yeah. Because he's like the one that's making like just rash decisions for everybody. <laughs> right. Totally. But I mean, it's like, there's not a lot of like character development in it. Yeah. But yeah. Seem no. to make almost make them nearly actively dislikable, which yeah. And disposable. Yeah. Like in the first cup, in the first like alien and alien aliens, like they're kind of like, there's, they're kind of jerks, like the Marines are being jerks to each other, but they're like, you're like, I kind of... There's some camaraderie like, with they them, They seem though. cool, and you're yeah. like, I kind of want to be a space Marine. Not right now, because they're having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> but Vasquez. It's, they seem Hudson. cool, yeah, like Vasquez is real cool. And in this, it's almost like they made everyone... Like, he was trying to make them seem cool, but they all seem like real douchey. Yeah. It seemed there was like a high douche factor... <laughs> in the crew of this and like some and there and more people that you just didn't even meet like always kind of the part of it was like you meet like the first movie there's like what like six or seven people Mm -hmm. and the second one there's like maybe like a dozen and you meet everyone 
and then they all they're all gonna die. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, you just watch them get picked off one by one. Here, there's like um, there's like there's extra people in the cargo hold. We don't I know who even the know hell their names who are. That is so. There's like less stakes right there, which takes away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, John, how about you? Uh, well, yeah, I I thought uh, I give it three points. That's minus a little bit for um, the annoying music. Didn't like the music. I did not like the music either. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And also, I, I also couldn't connect with the characters, but I kind of felt like after we watched it last night, it's it's it, I, I started to want to subscribe to the theory that they're all supposed to be unlikable. Totally. And they're doing this the wrong way and uh and um so they kinda... and why do i have to like characters anyway what does that yeah totally. i can still be engaged in a story so that's not really detracting too much as as much as it did when i first watched it because it is fun when someone's annoying to see them die you're kind of like yeah, yeah that guy got it <laughs> yeah but everyone yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, Shaw, I think, is supposed to be the uh, sympathetic character. There was one character I liked, and it was the captain. I love mm-hmm. the captain. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't uh, set him. I, like, I didn't know Captain's who he was great. until the end. I didn't even realize he, he was a, a character. Because they didn't really. They didn't really give and him And the two time. other pilot guys. Yeah. They, they didn't yeah. hang out with the captain and have him like do stuff, except for when he like uh, propositioned um, the, uh, the. Vickers. The, what's her name? Vickers? Mm-hmm. Vickers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Meredith. Uh, and then when he saves the day at the end yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, I feel like those are the scenes with that guy some time with them and they really don't and yeah. Yeah. No. that was the guy I was re- I thought was cool he was the he was the uh he was the Randy Quaid of the <laughs> but we get like we yeah. do get like at least 20 solid minutes of Guy Pierce and old man makeup. Uh, oh, yeah <laughs> that's you get a lot of him and why is that like, happening why, why? Yeah. take but, that whole part out of the entire thing I don't understand. Not necessary. Yeah. So completely unnecessary. If the point of the movie is that these characters are um, are following their faith rather than like doing some like work and doing some research and going by the book and you know, um, then I think it's a cooler movie that way. Yeah, if I think of it that way. I really like this movie a lot. I had never seen it before last night and watched it again today and. Loved it both times. I think that it kept what I really liked about the old alien movies, which is like the general Alice looks so mad at me right mm. now. All right. The, the general premise uh, of alien and aliens is that human beings get wrapped up into something that they don't understand and they don't really know what's going on and yeah. then have to kind of try to fight their way out. And most of them die. It's just like the hubris of humanity. Well, they're thinking always that trying it owns to, the universe. Uh, they're always trying to steal it. They're always like trying to, someone's always trying to smuggle it back. Bane yeah, know, somehow. Or totally. Use it. Yeah. Yeah. In this movie, uh, Guy Pierce, uh, Wayland is just trying to cheat death. Like, that's why all of this happened, is because this rich yeah. asshole is trying to cheat death. So he finds a scientist of faith because he knows that that person will get him there, you know, because she believes, she like really believes that she's going to meet her maker. And that's, I think that he truly believes that also, but from the point of view of if he meets his maker, his maker can prevent him from dying. Like, I don't, I don't think he's a spiritual or religious person. I think that he uh, is just selfish. You know why that is? Because the character of Whalen's born in 1990. He's a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and I like I like that the characters. A lot of them are unlikable. Like Charlie is the biggest douchebag ever. Uh, I really yeah, hated yeah, that character, yeah. but I I feel like because I hated that character, I didn't really like Shaw either. Because I'm like, why would Shaw choose to be with this douchebag? Exactly. Yeah, she's like but then, association. But then he dies, and she goes through that insane birth sequence, which was so great. That is like that best. scene was amazing. Yeah. It's like riveting cinema where she's like trying to cut this baby alien out of her own stomach it was crazy i loved it so much and then from that point on i'm like oh man i do like this character she's been cut loose of all of her belief structure cut loose of her boyfriend that she was in love with and all of a sudden has to make it on her own and then uh has to decide whether or not she wants to survive for the rest of the movie and i thought that was really cool um the david is one of the coolest representations of an android character that i've seen in a really long time where you can tell that he's got something going on under the surface where he kind of really deeply despises humanity and the scene where he talks to charlie and says you know uh, why do you think you were cre- or why did you create why do you think humans created androids and he says well probably because we could and david says can you imagine like if you heard your creator say that how upsetting it would be i love that scene i think it uh, adds this depth to the character Uh, And then Charlie, of course, says, well, it's a good thing you can't feel those sorts of things when David obviously does feel things. You know, he the whole intro of the movie, I thought, was so well done where David's walking around by himself on the ship and he's like watching TV and he's doing like bleaching his own roots and doing all these human things. (laughs) Why would an android do those things? He could just download the information into his circuitry and sit in a wall socket for for two years. But he doesn't. He he bounces a basketball he has a personality yes he's sociopathic yes he doesn't quite have like a full range of human emotions and yes he's making decisions based off of what uh Waylon is telling to him to do his quote-unquote father that are putting everyone else at risk because he doesn't necessarily care about the rest of the crew he's all that is so fascinating to me he's completely rogue the whole he's time. so yeah. rogue yeah. yeah yeah he is just but i do think he is doing what Waylon wants on. him to do well, he wants to please yeah. his father. And speaking of that, there's that weird reveal in the middle that um, that Vickers is also Waylon's daughter. Mm-hmm. I think that is supposed to indicate that Vickers is actually a, an android. I'm I'm undecided about that because I think she has too many feelings. She's very resentful of David. And I went and looked up. There is a very tenuous connection to Blade Runner. I mean, if you think about those, there were some that had more human emotions than others. So yeah, maybe he, Ridley, he called Ridley her Scott. mom, didn't he? Hmm? Didn't he call her mom? No, it's oh, mom. Like, yeah, ma'am. the British. The, they, Can I get you some tea, mom? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not uh, mom. Yeah, it sounded <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, but yeah. it's not. Okay. Which I also just really enjoyed because it reminded me of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to sound like, uh, what movie was he watching in that? Lawrence of Olivier. I think he must have been watching Lawrence of Arabia. Sorry. No, because And like, Peter O'Toole. Yeah. Oh, Peter O'Toole. Yeah, he's trying to. He I probably also watched a lot of Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. classic, think, classic he's got, television. I think he's got a little bit of Niles in him. His hair is a little more Niles than it is Peter O'Toole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. Like, I know that there's issues. Um, I think a big issue is the convoluted nature of the plot, but I felt like it gave me enough answers, and it also gave me a lot of questions that I that I'm that have been kind of spinning around in my head ever since I saw it, and then I watched it again trying to get uh, clar- clarity on some of those, and I kept thinking I had it, and then losing it again, um, and I you know I I enjoyed that I I liked the feeling of not quite understanding what the motivations are for everyone, but then still seeing this thing unfold. 
Um, and I, I actually had to do some research to see why do people hate this so much? Cause I just enjoyed it so much. It sounds to me like there's more story that's going to happen. So yeah, totally. It, it's part one. Yeah. It, it just feels like it's not over yet. Yeah. And I don't think that that's a good reason to hate something when you know that they're intending to make more. If there are intentional, they're not plot holes. If there's intentionally withheld information, uh, it just makes me want to see the next one and, and get there. So yeah. So I give it three stars. So everyone stated their case, either for or against the film, and the total for that round out of a possible 20 points is 12.5. Hi, I'm Justin Minnick. I am a local Seattle filmmaker. You can find me on Twitter, at uh, AxonSpark. I, 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 I saw it in the theater the first time. Um, and, and yeah, just in terms of like a, like a, sci-fi, like a, a sci-fi horror action movie, like it really grabbed me. You know, like I was able to suspend my disbelief enough, but you know, on viewing it again, it's yeah, it, there were there were definitely it could have been written better. But yeah, what got me is that like after a day after day one of exploring this like alien facility, the guy um, science McDude bro, you know, he's just like, oh well. Like I'll never get to meet like our possible creator and like ask him questions, but like and so like he gets all like depressed and drunk after a day, a day. Science is just—it's such a long process of like. I mean, like, it, I mean, like, I mean, he must have had just all sorts of scientific victories on Earth. Like, I'm gonna go dig in this cave day one. Look, I found a thing. Ha ha! I'm a great scientist. And you know, if it took more than a day, he's like, my life is over. The, the scene that the scene that always just like it just really viscerally grips me is when uh, Elizabeth Shaw finds out that she's pregnant with, you know, demon thing. That whole thing of just like having to be like awake and have something torn out of you. And then the claustrophobia of of having to like be like be in proximity to this thing and try to escape, you know, while the, you know, med pod takes its sweet time you know, opening so you can, like, get out. But yeah, and then the, re- then the rest of the movie, she's, like, running around, you know, with, you know, with a gut that's, like, stitched together with sutures, and, you know, so yeah, so she survives on, like, sutures and painkillers for the rest of the movie and still manages to fly off at the end, which, you know, okay, maybe that's, maybe that is a, a little too unbelievable, but I don't, but yeah, when I, when I saw it, it was, I just thought that was so, such a badass thing to do. Next up is the cross-examination. It will be made up of four questions that our panel will debate. The first question is worth up to five points, so each of us have a point that we can apply if we think that it deserves it. So let's do it. Is this movie good sci-fi? And I obviously, I'll start, I obviously think this is good sci-fi. I think that it asks big questions. It's not like Lost where it just asks a bunch of questions and then drags you on for seven or six years and then like poops you out into a alternate reality where nothing matters. You know, it, I, I love the idea that like, why would they create us and then come to destroy us? That's interesting to me. And ev- it's like, everyone is wrong. But what happens because of that? Because humans just go and do a thing that they really had no business doing without proper preparations or people that weren't douchebags and idiots on the crew. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like the story is what would happen if uh, a, a bunch of scientists uh, it just abandoned the scientific method or yeah and, totally and and didn't uh, follow the the guidelines um that's what would happen they'd all die 
So I think that's good sci-fi. Yeah, I agree. So that's two. I think it's good sci-fi. Yeah, you take away all of the like weird nonsense science and and everything, and you're left with like a bunch of crazy shit happening in outer space that you know you've never seen before. So it, it is. Yes, I'll give it a I'll give it a point. It is sci-fi. It mm-hmm. is sci-fi. It, <laughs> yes, it, it is. It meets but is it good sci-fi? Bear, uh, it's interesting. It's good. Sci-fi. It's a bad alien movie. Yeah, that's exactly fair. fair. Which it. will be a question. Okay, so <laughs> so yes, you will have a it point. Is, it is good sci-fi. Yeah, the technology that they had was really cool. Um, it's just I feel like they squander a lot of it and destroy it. Yeah, for me, like just David's story is such a compelling sci-fi story. The idea that humanity has created art, artificial intelligence that it disrespects on a regular basis enough to make that artificial intelligence bitter, resentful. Yeah, and possibly homicidal you know i mean he's he straight up kills charlie like he knows oh, yeah. what's going to happen to charlie oh kills hey. him anyway. that is his name right charlie. charlie charlie how charlie, Hall, Hall, charlie oh, that's Holloway. right because later on uh charlie Shaw's just like i'm sorry charlie and it yeah. sounds kind of funny charlie yeah. they so took like... my thumbs charlie <laughs> um <laughs> he bit my finger <laughs> <laughs> that too charlie no the the dreams hey i the, yeah. my favorite my favorite piece of technology i read your dreams you you can watch other people's dreams. They record people's dreams. That's exactly what I want now because I feel I just, I just want to see my dreams because they're really fucking weird. Yeah. What? No one talks about that. No one seems to think that that's cool. I think it's cool. I think it's great. Yeah. No, I would love but it. Like, Did they even know that that technology is there? I don't. I, think I wonder if they don't even know. Question. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well Shaw seems like freaked out that he was watching her dreams. But yeah. well, he well, he someone's been like telling you thing. to keep a weird alien baby in you, and then is like, "I watch you dream." Like that would be creepy. <laughs> it might just, I, yeah. I would be creeped out by it too. It I'd be like, creepy. "No, cut this thing out and quit yeah. looking at my dreams." Totally. But that's how I know all this stuff about you and your dad and your mom. Yeah. You know, that time you went to school. Yeah. You weren't prepared for a test. (laughs) That time you thought Charlie was your dad. That was a weird one. (laughs) Everyone's giving it a point for being a good sci-fi movie, it sounds like. It It is. is. Who's a good sci-fi movie? (laughs) Who's a good sci-fi? It's good. It's. I mean, it's sort of, it's treading like, yeah, it adds some to the, I just think, I think the alien stuff's interesting already. I don't think it adds a ton more to that i mean it does i guess it's good sci-fi. yeah i, I good guess sci-fi bad alien movie well that actually ties in perfectly with our next question so everyone's giving it a point for being good sci-fi and let's move on we're tr- gonna try to decide if this should not have been an alien movie uh because should it, and if we say yes does that give it a negative negative point? point so you cannot get any points on this one you can only get no. negative points <laughs> Uh, so if you think it should not have been an alien movie, if you think that the movie would have been just fine if they just not tied it into the alien franchise, it's too, it's weird. Cause it's not, and it does not, it's not an alien movie. It's not called alien. There are no actual aliens in it. No. So it's not, it's a prequel. It's like a, it's like, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like, right, a, there are no aliens in it. Okay, there well, are, there aren't, there aren't the traditional, yeah, they, well, they are, or are they, they are us. They created us. Well, everything. there's aliens in it. Yeah. But, and, but they are us. And the, uh, the alien movie tend to be specifically about that one kind of alien, but doesn't mean that that's the alien. It's the titular alien. Titular. Is, is that, but that, that kind of alien isn't in this movie? 
Just the the protomorph at the very end is not, but it is and it isn't. But they're related. Right. It's but not the same it one so that ends up yeah. in the first one. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah. Right, but it sounds like it seems like they're trying to show that there's uh, a lot of different kinds, and that maybe and the way they put it in this movie, it seemed like not a single one was the same species. Like every yeah. single one was like. Because they evolve differently, like they evolve mm-hmm. like within their own. It seemed life to me like cycles. it was like a terraforming tool gone wrong. Like they made a terraforming tool to 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 take life and create something bigger and better out of it. Uh, but then when it you know infected themselves, it created the xenomorph or the the protomorph. Well, I guess we don't really know. Yeah, yeah. that and that chemical is A O. Three nine five X point. <laughs> Otherwise known nine as one dash one five. M- mutagen ooze. Yeah, mutagen basically. Ooze. Yeah, like in the in the it original. It may be the same stuff at the beginning of the movie, but we're not. That's not entirely cert for certain. Right. It seems like uh, basically what this movie's trying to say is like we we already know that when a xenomorph, uh, when a, like a face hugger infects someone, it creates a new xenomorph that is different depending on what it infects mm-hmm. so it seems like that process is happening in this movie in a different way that comes around at the end of the movie to being more like what we've seen before through the events of the movie so in that way to me it totally fit with the alien franchise and it had a, all the the body horror that i associate with alien um the sort of uh sexual nature of the body horror that's just so disturbing so it, it felt like it fit to me and yes it asked a lot of big questions that maybe didn't quite fit in the franchise, but I feel like the bleak nature of what happens is saying that um, everyone's wrong and, and fuck it, you know? We don't know what's going on here, and we still don't. Like, we got, we finally got the prequel to find out who the space jockeys were, and we still don't know. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's a, like a weird creation story. Yeah. Also, but I, I, I don't know why we have to get so hung up on whether or not it matches, like, the other alien movies. Because it like, was does made that matter? as a prequel. I, I, know, I, think it, I think it matters. Because I am still upset that the Star Wars prequels are so tonally different from the original Star Wars movies that it just seems disrespectful to the original creation to me. And it bothers me as a fan of the originals that the new ones are just so wildly disparate in a way that is just childish and stupid. So... <laughs> Uh, so I do think it matters. I think that as a fan of a of a series, it's sort of like Bad Out of Hell Three. Have you ever heard that? No. <laughs> Meatloaf. No. Yeah, sounds totally different totally than the than the too. Bad yeah. Out of Hell One or Two. <laughs> but like The Hobbit works as a prequel to The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but it's that's different. a movie that did not need any more movies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it is totally different. Okay, I mean, I'm talking yeah. about the books. Don't let's not let's yeah. not worry about the movie. But I, I yeah. think the movies are tonally close enough. Right. The Hobbit movies. I I really don't like the second one, but the first and the third are decent movies. They're not like awful, but they're not good. Not like the way the Lord of the Rings was great. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it's like yes, it still fits in the continuity. It's just not super well done. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I mean, I, I people are like, very up in arms saying that it just does not fit in the continuity. It kind of takes in a direction that seems to really upset a lot of I people. I just feel like a lot of people get upset when like their favorite artist takes a new direction and it really kind of bothers me a little bit. Like just cause I yeah. totally agree with that. Like maybe yeah. Radiohead wants to put baritone sax on the, on uh, one of their songs and yeah. which they did on kid a and, and it was fucking wonderful. And I think people were annoyed by that a little bit, but. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, just it's like a, you know, it's a strange exploring new yeah, kind of art. It, it's, it was an interesting choice because it's like it's not it's not called an alien, it's not called aliens, but it's about aliens. Yeah, so you didn't like, put alien in the title, so that's so a it's good. Like, it's like it's like <laughs> it, it's not 
going to be like an alien movie, but it's about the the mythology of the aliens in yeah. a way. So is this is this movie trying to set up uh like why there was a loose alien in the first alien movie? I is think it, it's, is this leading up to that? It's trying to set up is it gonna why be a direct like we did, we never knew what the alien was, you know? We never found out where the xenomorphs came from. I think it's trying to give us some backstory to what it is that has been plaguing us for the last yeah. however long this, these movies I'm just wondering if they're like if the at the end of this whole thing it's going to be the the alien from that ship Sigourney Weaver's ship yeah yeah I don't know maybe mm. could be uh, so Allison you're taking a point off uh, it could it could be very far away from <laughs> the alien franchise it could that's why it's like it could be good it's good sci-fi but it doesn't have to be a good yeah alien movie what about you John not for me cool when I first saw it, I didn't even know it was an alien movie because I didn't see any commercials. I just oh, said Prometheus. That sounds and so I, exciting. <laughs> and I knew it was a uh, going to be a cool sci-fi movie. So yeah, I just saw it and I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, afterwards, I was like, "What? The, that was terrible." And then I saw it the second time last night, and uh, now I like it a lot. Cool. So Ryan, what about you? I don't know. Yeah, it feels like a weird prequel it feels like like it doesn't it feels fit. unnecessary it feels like a metachlorian story maybe it's like a thing where Ridley Scott was like I'm gonna show George Lucas how you make a prequel and then he was like uh, no they're hard <laughs> <laughs> Wow. so Ryan you're taking, a, you're taking a point off yeah cool Sarah um, I don't know can I just be zero on this one. Yeah. Because to me, I would say like most of the way I feel about this movie is going to depend on the next one. Mm. Like if the next one is shit, then I'll fucking hate this. Well, do you want to take a, take off a half a point? (laughs) (laughs) No, I want zero. zero. I just zero. Zero. So, so for you, this movie fits in the alien franchise just fine. Depending on where they go with it. I think it can, as long as they write it, in I, I agree because I agree with that exactly I think that they yeah. put just enough in to make you like get your alien feelers out there but not enough to like satisfy like because I've been watching aliens since I can remember like I have mm-hmm. them all like committed to memory um and so it doesn't it doesn't satisfy like that same feeling from like watching the old ones mm-hmm. right like do mm-hmm. you, you no. oh, yeah you feel yeah. the same way yeah oh, yeah but but I feel like if they do the next one, uh, really, really well. Then it could make sense, and then I could feel like cool, super good about it. I'm totally with you. And right now, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt to to provide that. All right, moving on. So that that round, we lost two points. So when a movie comes out, sometimes it's just the worst, but there's some sort of positive impact on the film industry. So I always like to look at all the movies that we talk about from the outside perspective of what's happening in fandom and the industry. At the time, did this movie have any positive impact on fandom or on film? And if so, uh, we can all award it up to one point. <laughs> so this is also <laughs> worth five. If they're going to make more alien movies, which they are, but it, 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 Ridley Scott's going to make them all, which might be a good thing because if if we get some cool alien movies out of it, that would be a, a yeah. positive But that's a, that's a hypothetical that it's a hypothetical. has not come to pass. <sighs> You know what? Yeah, I, I'd give it a point because I, I think that there there has been uh, there's been a run of of, of pretty good 
uh, sci-fi films, you know, I think stuff like Interstellar, which I hadn't seen, Martian, which I actually haven't seen yet, but... (laughs) but I like uh, uh, Arrival. I, I, I thought that was really good. And so I, I think that this was, you know, entertaining enough, looked good enough, was high profile enough that uh, people were like, we can make money off of yeah, interesting, off of sci-fi. interesting sci-fi things. Something that's yeah. not – Aliens is not a dumb sci-fi movie they're still interesting while being more horror or action this i the problems i have with it are almost that it is too science sci too much like a like a sci-fi novel you know that's almost like i had a problem with it just because maybe that's not, not what i wanted from it yeah. but then it's like uh you know who am i it's not just about me like are they gonna make it is the next alien movie gonna be like this more like this and not like like the original Alien or Aliens. I don't know. It's real tough. There's a lot more storytelling in this one than yeah. like the other ones. It's just like that I didn't... shit hits a fan and then you're just like fucking going until the end, until everyone's dead. And the story's about the characters yeah. and what they're going through personally. Yeah. And not and like, about like where did this guy come from and what planet and did they create us and what were they feeling when they did and are they mad? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but do you care about any of the characters anyway? So what? what? Characters, but I like the characters all suck. So I but don't. I like want, caring about the characters. Like yeah. I like but Idris Elba was I, fucking awesome. He's he's always so amazing. great. But like I care about Ripley in the old movies. I care yeah. about the some of the some of the Marines that aren't assholes. You don't care about not. Shaw in this movie. Yeah, I do. I yeah. I don't really like her. Barely. Really. I like her a lot. I I so for me it's David Shaw and the Captain yes. Idris Elba. Those three. Mm-hmm. It's plenty for me. And I, I'm intrigued sure. by Charlize Theron's character. I think she's a robot, and I find that intriguing. Guy Pierce. I think is, she survived that Guy Pierce's role in this movie should be excised and thrown out. Yeah. Um, Guy Pierce in this movie was... By a rock or something. Nope. <laughs> Guy Pierce was awful. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. That's the one thing in this movie where I'm just like, fuck you, yeah. movie. Like, this why? is gross. Um, <laughs> oh, they, were originally, they were originally going to cast yeah, uh, Max gross. von Sydow, who was in The Force Awakens in the beginning. And he would have been great. And it would have made that? so much more sense. He an was, actual old he's an actual person. old man. He's yeah. still alive, right? This yeah. is yeah. this is young washing Hollywood. Yeah. I, you know yeah. they so apparently they an older draft had a version with a younger uh Wayland in it. Yeah, there is there's like a te- fake TED talk. That's yeah, set and in they did that also. Yeah, but apparently like the original draft the the shooting original shooting draft of the film had a young Guy Pierce in it also. But the only thing that it does for me to have a young actor playing that part is that he's talking about finding the fountain of youth. I assume he's going to find it because he's played by a young actor. Right. So I assume they're going to pull the makeup off and he's a young dude. Um, and that it not happening is, is kind of a curveball that I liked. But the makeup was so bad and his performance was terrible. I mean, yeah. I it was like, I, I felt like I was watching uh, like a racist portrayal of old people, you know? <laughs> I really didn't like it. It's... Um, yeah, I that so really ageist. Yeah, as ageist, much as I like this yeah. movie, I don't feel like this movie really had a positive impact on fandom or the film industry. I actually feel like it might have had a slightly negative impact because, uh, first of all, Damon Lindelof as a writer is very controversial. Most of what he's written has been very controversial, like Star what Trek Into Darkness, Lost, uh, mm-hmm. Tomorrowland. He's not had a hit. He since wrote this. 
uh, yeah, he wrote oh. that. He wrote the final draft of this. This oh. other guy, this other guy wrote the the first draft, and then I did a lot of reading since I watched this last night for the first time. This other guy wrote the this first draft. To Ridley Scott movies a lot. Yeah, and then Ridley Scott decided he wanted something more esoteric. He wanted something that was like more, <laughs> more along the lines of like why he's an old man. Why are humans here? And instead of just like a a good action movie, and I read and an interview with the, the first writer, that, and his ideas were great. I, the first writer brought in the idea of of Shaw having the the baby cut out of her. It was happening for different reasons. David was a little bit easier to understand in the first draft. Um, but I gotta say, I like I like the esoteric nature of this movie, and I think that it's cool to have big budget action movies that an- ask big questions. And even even though this one did it sloppily, I still appreciated it. And I'm a huge fan of early Lost, and I want Damon Lindelof to succeed. And I feel like this movie was like the nail in his coffin because he has not. Uh, well, maybe it was Tomorrowland that was in the Tomorrowland Elvis coffin. Was the yeah, one. but he's making a show, uh, Leftovers, I think, on HBO. I don't think he's going to be given another movie for a long time because he. Um, I don't think he dropped the ball. I think that fan reaction against him has been unnecessarily harsh because of Lost, because people were so upset by Lost, and I know I'm guilty of this because fuck Lost. Uh, but I, mean, I didn't like this, and I didn't know that he wrote it, and yeah. I didn't even know who he was. And now that I know, now that I have a name. now that we have a target Uh, yeah yeah so yeah so for me i feel like i'm thrilled that ridley scott is back in the sci-fi driver's seat i'm thrilled about that uh i love this movie i think that it's visually awesome storytelling wise it's like pretty decent enough for me to kind of sink my teeth into if i had been 12 when i saw this i would have shit my pants i'd been so happy you know uh so i'm so as much as i love it i i feel like um I don't know. I, do, I feel like it didn't like make a splash in either direction in the film industry or mm-hmm. in fandom. It's got a lot of really upset people and a lot of people who are just like, oh, whatever. We're going to get another alien movie that people seem kind of excited for, but not really. I mean, I was just listening to Fat Man on Batman earlier today, and Mark Bernardin was talking about how much he hated Prometheus and wasn't excited for the next alien movie because of that. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't feel like we really had any gain because of it, besides just having a good movie, which to me is not enough to give it a point for this question. Yeah, I mean, it, did it like, did it do well in the box office? It did made it, somewhere around five hundred million. It did. It did pretty well. See, but you know, that's like if a well. if a so right now, like the you want to cross the billion mark, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so much money. Like, like Star How Wars, much did um, it cost? Avengers, these types of things are going to cross a billion. So, like X Men movies are coming in around like four to five hundred uh, million, which is considered a failure. And then this movie makes like four hundred fifty-eight million, something along those lines, and was considered moderately successful. So it depends on how much it costs. But yeah, it's not a the, it's not a runaway uh, hit, but it's successful uh, enough to to justify up. making another. <laughs> uh, so, but I'm gonna go fact check. So this movie came out in twenty twelve. Yeah. Before that, were there a lot of um, uh, year of year of our Lord twenty twelve? Yes, <laughs> year of our Lord. the year of the movie twenty twelve. Twenty year of your Lord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that, John. <laughs> Uh, after that then now we have like Mad Max and uh, Force Awakens and those feel more filmy and I I don't think this movie had anything to do with that I really don't I was just wondering I feel like this is a factual question that I don't I don't know the answer to so the budget was 130 million give or take cheaper than Waterworld opening weekend was 51 million the gross it made was 126.5. That's just U.S. What's That's the global? US. Yeah. It does not say on the IMDb. Sorry. Yeah. I know it says on the Wikipedia. Right, the Like total? Like in the whole time it was in the theater? In the U.S. Yeah. That's So it 
bear. It didn't really even make its money back. In yeah, the I US. mean, most movies don't these days without the global. Right, which is why Ghostbusters, ha- the new Ghostbusters, did not have the market because China won't take anything with a supernatural bent. Really, that's the thing. Oh. They don't like ghosts. Interesting. <laughs> China hates ghosts. You heard it here first. <laughs> What does what does Taiwan think about ghosts? That's I mean, what I maybe. want to know. The global box office was four hundred three million. Okay. So I was off by hundred million, but that's, that's close. all right. So they so they made a profit off of it. They yeah, did. yeah, totally. They made money back. Well, good on them, Allison. How do you feel about positive impact? I honestly, I'm with you. I don't think it really made any impact one way or another. I know it. it I think it disappointed a lot of people who are like, yeah aliens cool no it's like this isn't what i signed up for yeah except oh wait but just making michael fassbender look foxy yeah he looked who's michael fassbender david David, the android oh last scene okay i think this is the first movie i've seen him in like i know he's been in a ton of shit recently that i've just missed and i was kind of spellbound by him didn't you watch didn't you not watch X-Men Apocalypse? I haven't seen any of the X-Men movies since X3 because X3 pissed me oh, off so much. i very much angry about that. That's the only movie I had to leave the theater, vomit profusely, and then come back and be angry about the end of it. I hated that movie with yeah. a fiery passion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sarah, would you give it a point for positive impact? No, I'm with you guys on that. John? Well, I feel like it's not an opinion question. Isn't it a... <laughs> well then then have i swayed you <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, i mean yeah it's not, yeah it sounds like zero for that because uh and ryan are you sticking with your one i gave it a point because i do like big budget sci-fi movies and i like that to be a continued trend yeah. so any Even- big budget sci-fi succeeding is good no, because a lot of them make me mad. But I guess I, I, I would rather have that than than not have those movies. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Well, so that round we got one point um, from me and one I don't point like the movie. This last question is: What would you do differently? And if we can come up with something that we like more, then you can subtract a point. But we have to come up with a good, compelling reason why that should happen. Yeah, we have to come up with a compelling, better narrative for the movie. The only real thing that I would do differently is I would take out the cave drawing stuff in the beginning because I think it's a little silly. Like the idea mm-hmm. that there's these cave drawings that led them to where they ended up. I never really. We don't need to know that. I, I didn't yeah. need that. that- uh, I would think of some other way to get them to the planet. Um, I would cast Guy Pierce as an old man. And that's about it. I mean. You would not cast guy Pierce. you would cast an I, old I would cast man that character as an old man oh yeah, cast yeah. an old man as <laughs> i would Peter travel Whalen. to the future okay. find Wait. old guy pierce bring, <laughs> bring him, him back, back. Old him guy guy pierce. we yeah. brought him back yeah i mean the rest okay. of the movie i really enjoy so like, there's not like mm. to me there's not enough there to to like pull a point off i if only the scientists did actual science things it, things could have still gone horribly wrong yeah but at least be competent or have i think sarah said it last night have a good scientist there because there are no good scientists. No, well, Ford, yeah, just maybe. just one good scientist would have like made me had a little bit more like investment in it. But I think you could just cut out the whole beginning and just have them like we don't need to know why they're on that planet. Yeah, like most of they it, didn't like know alien why. aliens. <laughs> you know, like I mean, like yeah. shit just starts happening. Like a lot of old great classic sci-fi movies are not explained. So it's like don't explain it. Just yeah. like they're on a planet. And then just have everything go horribly wrong. And that is a great, 
that would be a good prequel to aliens. Cause then it would yeah. feel the same. It's like all the, the explanation is why it doesn't feel like an alien movie that right. not everything's covered in like weird, sticky condensation. Yeah. I, I, I agree <laughs> with so moist. I agree yeah. with yeah. that. They could have replaced all that explanation of what they were doing with, um, with just some more character. Right. So yeah. that we could like here's, feel the characters a little more. Here's what, what especially what the want. captain, just like that, where you start off, they're already at the planet. They all wake up in the tubes, just like always. They're at the planet. It turns out they're here looking for these engineer guys. They all go. Maybe they have takes them a minute to find it, but they find them. They, like, wake them up. The, the, the old man can be there for a minute if he wants to be. But then the guy wakes up. They don't know how to talk to him. He knocks that guy's head off. And then... They're terrorized by that giant fucking alien for like two hours huh. where they don't know what he wants. Or they don't know what his motivation is, but he's trying to kill everyone. <laughs> oh, it's the <laughs> he's trying to kill him. And he's it's the tall white guy. Yeah. The big <laughs> giant. Him instead. Okay. That guy. Yeah. So yeah. he's scary. He's big as fuck. He's got science that we don't understand on his side. We don't know what his motivation is. That's scary. That'd be a pretty cool story. And make, make it's it about very, that. And, and, yeah, and my only issue story. with that is that it's it is the same story as like the first Alien. It's just with different. No, I mean it's the same. It's the same. It would it'd yeah. be the same story as Prometheus. It's just with uh, yeah, yeah, but a more like, alien we, feel to it. Yeah, they, and they could still find the stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm sort of with you. I I love the prologue. I like I I love the prologue of the movie when like the guy starts falling apart and falls down the waterfall mm-hmm. and seeds life. I just think that's super cool. Like I want to. It would be cool to find a way to keep this idea of them um, seeding life, but I would have it not be on Earth because it just felt like tacked on, you know? They could just be like, look, we've uh, David read the the wall here and it says all that, that that's what they did. Yeah. You could have seen that as just like an opening shot of the movie yeah. and then not have any of the, not have it really relate to Earth the way that it did. Like it um, looked cool, yeah. But it, I don't think any of it. Like maybe they find some like super lush planet and then discover that it was created by these engineers and then go on the trail of the engineers and maybe that's why uh, Waylon wants to find people to help him stay young because they've discovered these planets that they've discovered are artificial. So if they are, because I love, I think terraforming is really interesting. You know, it's a, it's a cool thing that I feel like they could have done more with in the plot. And I, I feel like those little. Um, vases with all that black goo inside are terraforming devices that they're supposed to release this stuff and, and help like dead planets come back to life. That That's just my personal theory. But why are they all monsters? Well, because yeah. evolution is a bitch. Are they, are they, are they necessarily monsters? I mean, you have this giant worm thing that spews stuff at you, but you know, back on prehistoric earth, that's the kind of shit that was around. That's going to, that's yeah. going to survive. Acid yeah. blood giant and penis can... vagina monsters. I think what I like and people like about the alien so much is that you understand the crazy process of it. I mean, it's weird when it happens the first time, but after that, you like you okay, know what's going to happen, and there are rules to it. With this, it's just like there's seems to be absolutely no rules to what can happen. There's no it's rhyme just, or reason. For it's it. just like there's black goop, and it's going to create some sci-fi horror elements that are going to come. Yeah, in. that's going to be monsters. That's the thing that bothered me at first, but now that I'm watching, I'm like, well, maybe there's some cool reason for that. Yeah, All I just right, feel like we enough. don't. And there I, are rules that we I don't, don't know. know. Okay, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Well, and also like those like weird offshoots, like um, what's his face with the big head? Like he dies, Holloway dies, right? The only one that lives was the the baby 
that like she takes out of herself and yeah. the giant face hugger. Yeah. Right. And so it's like those maybe were just like tried, you know, ways of like getting the species out there, but they die. So you don't pass that genetic like mm. mutation on. Yeah, you know? totally. Right. So yeah. one found a way to like reproduce. Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah. I don't have a problem with any of that stuff that yeah. happened in the movie. I feel like we just don't know enough to know mm-hmm. if it was like logically consistent or not. Yeah. But so, so we've talked about a couple of things that we do differently. Does anyone like those things enough to feel like the movie missed the mark enough to take a point away? Not me. No. I would, I would, I just would have liked to see it longer. <laughs> I want to take that point away because I like mine where it's just that scary big bald yeah. guy and you don't know what he wants from you. Yeah. I do. I do that like the idea, cool. like Sarah's idea of, uh, not having a reason, just showing up on the planet. That's I think what is I'm, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I'm combining that. That's yeah, what yeah, happens yeah. in mine as well. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And then, and then that, and that takes away the whole like cave stuff in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could talk about that when the, in the briefing, that's why they're there. You could have it without spending. That could be the reveal for the of, second movie. A ton of time with it. And you know, yeah. And have it more on making you, Care about the characters before they die a little bit. And then also, I don't know. I just like the idea of that yeah. guy running around. And <laughs> you know what? Their little, this, so this is making me he, feel like. He's going to be. And he could be like a, like a Rita, like Power Rangers, where he's creating little scary monsters did, out of that black ooze. Did, did anyone read the plot synopsis yep. of the next movie? No. Bound for a remote planet. This is on Wikipedia. Bound for a remote planet on the far side of the galaxy, the crew of the colony ship Covenant find what they believe to be an uncharted paradise. What the crew discover is a dark, dangerous world whose sole inhabitant is the synthetic David, Michael Fassbender, Whoa. a survivor of the doomed Prometheus expedition. I have not heard that. That's what happened. That's is, what's on Wikipedia. What right happened now. to uh, to Shaw? Shaw? Is she in the movie? She doesn't no, say. didn't. She didn't want to be in the movie. Really? Yeah, well, that's what I read in, from January doesn't, of oh, this year. There's Numi Rapace. She's in it. Doctor Elizabeth Shaw. Okay, so she's in it. That's but she didn't want to be in it. <laughs> maybe she's changed her mind. Yeah. Maybe she's uh, uh You you throw enough money at somebody, they'll be like, okay. Maybe it's just a flashback. That's how they got Sigourney Weaver to shave her head in the third yeah, aliens. Like, do she it. was like, you gotta pay me way more to do that. And they're like, Okay, <laughs> cool. we'll do that. <laughs> uh I'm actually I'm actually gonna take a point off because what what you guys were talking about, uh like the movie's so good, I think, but if, if you change a couple of things, it could have been a classic right. in yeah. the way that Alien was. And this is not a classic, you know? No. And Ridley Scott is obviously capable of making classics. He's done it several times, yeah. or at least twice, uh, mm-hmm. with Alien and Blade Runner. And <laughs> Legend's good. Hey, you know who else? I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> what? That's good. You know, you know who else is in the next movie? Hmm. Guy Pierce. No, uh, maybe he'll be young. He will be young. He'll I, find because yeah, he died, him. right? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can act when he's younger. Um, and I feel I feel like the, the changes <laughs> that you guys recommended could have put it over the top. You know, could that just those couple of little changes could have been enough to make the movie like universally accepted and loved because it was close. Yeah. So I'm gonna take a point off. Uh, Scientists being more sciencey. John, and John, yeah. you said no, right? You're you're. Uh, no points off. No, I think it's uh, it it could be improved, but. But not by enough. But it's pretty damn good, I think. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? I could change my mind. Can I take half a point off? You sure can. Half a point. And Allison? I'm taking a point off. All right. 
That was a devastating final round for this movie. All right, let me add this shit up. You know, I feel like Hollywood's just recycling a lot of a lot of stuff and doing a lot of reboots. I don't think that necessarily going back and adding something to a story world is is a bad thing. Um, I mean, like with Star Wars, like I really enjoyed Force Awakens. Um, as from what people tell me, I'll probably enjoy Rogue One <laughs> once I see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it it added. I mean, rid- ridiculous scientists aside, it added to the story universe of of aliens in a way that felt that felt like it fit and didn't feel like it was you know shoehorned on like you know the prequels. We all know what prequels I'm talking about. <laughs> I I mean, plus Ridley Scott is just an awesome filmmaker. I saw the uh, the teaser trailer for Blade Runner 2049, and I mean he's like is executive producing that, but I'm just like, yeah, keep keep making movies. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's guilty of crimes against fandom. I mean, it may be guilty against like crimes of good screenwriting, but I mean, <laughs> in in places, in places, you know, it, to me, it it always felt like an alien movie. Whether whether they're on the ship, whether they're, I mean, especially in the complex, it definitely felt like an alien movie to me. So I don't think I don't think part of it might be colored with like nostalgia. But yeah, I, I think it feels like an alien movie. I think that overall, it's a good movie with some some flaws to it. But yeah, I, I don't think it's guilty of crimes against fandom. Okay, so our final score is 13 out of 30. Uh, as a reminder, it had to be under 10 to be guilty. So it's very close. Um, but we have to come to a unanimous decision since it's in the middle. Wait, so it's not guilty? Well, oh, it's in the middle. It's, not it's in the middle. Guilty. It's in the middle, but it's on the. It's it's close to guilty. So this is like a runoff election. Yeah, oh yeah. This it actually it's got a lower score than I expected. I think it was the dude differently that really fucked it in the pooper. Good. <laughs> so so how do we feel? Is it guilty of crimes against fandom? Uh, yes, it's guilty. John. Uh, I I no, not guilty. Ryan. Guilty of crimes against fandom? Yeah. Yes. Sarah? I'm going to say no. No, not guilty? Not guilty. I feel I feel like it's not guilty either. I feel like Innocent. it's... Innocent. It's like good enough uh, that it's... You know, for that, for that's fans it. of the aliens, it, this was a disappointing film. I think. Yes. Hmm. It's, it's the kind of thing where it looks... And it's promises to make it makes a promise that it doesn't deliver on. Where you're like, I think it's gonna be aliens, but it's not. I, Ridley Scott was clear about that before it came out. Yeah, but it still looked too much like it. You know, it it still made you think it was gonna be an aliens movie, even though he said it was. <laughs> so because it looks like one, and it so acts is like it one, just not having it, the alien that's the problem? I don't know. I don't know. There, yeah, it it feels a lot different. Yeah, and I think well, I mean, what what I mean, what are they going to do? Have have the same? I mean, they're not going to make the same movie. They want to tell a different story, I, right? You can tell more stories that got that creepy alien in it that we like so much. Yeah, or maybe explain them more. Do the maybe do the engineers worship the aliens? Is That's that what a I thing? think. 
Could that be a thing? Could you at least say that? Could we at least look at the murals a little better instead of it being that's the part of the movie that's so fucking dark? Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, there's, it's too ambiguous about too many things. Yeah. And I guess I mean, the question is like crimes against fandom. And in this case, it is the fandom is of aliens. Of yeah. So so is did this movie basically do for Alien what episode one is accused of doing for Star Wars. Oh, yes. I think, think kind of so? did well, a little bit. I mean, it doesn't bring out Metachlorians. I think episode one is still just such this slap and slap Episode in a face. one is way further down that yeah. path. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and we still, so didn't we? But I'm no, not, we, we found episode one guilty, didn't we? Yeah. Of, of, of being like, no, we found we that we were doing a different format. Like we said you, it was remembered as bad as people think it is. I think you all convinced me to like it less than I did. Yeah, I remember liking it less by the end of the trial. Uh, so if episode one is guilty, does that make this guilty of of the same similar crimes against my association? The fans? It's hard for me to tell because I'm I was never like a big alien person. All right. yeah. I watched them once, I, yeah. and I don't really remember them that well. I really like them, and I, and I and I liked I liked this movie a lot the second time I watched it. Yeah, hated, hated it the first time I watched it. So and I so know. I actually, I mean, I like the Alien movies a lot, but this one had like a sci-fi element that the others lack, as far as like asking questions, which is why I liked it so much. Yeah, the other ones but are now, horror movies. But now I'm thinking like you're right, they More are horror sci-fi. movies. This was kind of a different genre almost. I mean, yeah. the others were horror sci-fi, and this was more like a like a highbrow sci-fi in yeah. a lot of ways. And and maybe that maybe that's bad. I mean, the score is really low. The score is lower than I expected. That's why. (laughs) The second Alien movie is not really a horror movie. That is an action movie. Totally. It's a sci-fi action movie. Yeah. So This is a franchise that doesn't even know what it is. I mean, it's very inconsistent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... So why... I mean, so for a franchise that's so inconsistent, why why are you so upset as fans? You got something that was... In keeping with being inconsistent. <laughs> yes. That's plus true. le change, plus right. c'est la même change. Yeah, I'll give you that. I feel yeah. like a lot of it is still, for me, rides on the next movie. Like, again, yeah. if the next movie doesn't, like, tie it together, because I can see how they can tie this really well, well into the Alien franchise. But if they don't, then it's going to be garbage and I'll hate it. Well, I, I just want to warn yeah. you, though. I just read on Wikipedia that there's three more movies. So it's not going to tie why? in for wait, like, the, until the third movies? movie. Let's see, this is the problem. They're that I don't up. like. I don't no. like too much. I don't like that either. No, that always feels like a ploy just Answered. to get more money and that right. pisses and me off. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like a TV show. Yeah. It's, it's it too many questions. It's like Stranger Things where they just like everyone yeah. pauses for a really long time. And you're like, oh, you're just doing that because you want to make it take longer so that you'll watch more episodes. So you know what? <laughs> That's the only so reason they're uh, now it's making me like feel that. like it's lost again. Like we're, we're, we're just gonna it's also maybe a little things. bit. But we're I gonna think ask questions. We're gonna ask questions that you want the answer to, and then maybe never give them to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of what it sounds like. But well, they so, did all right, it with this movie. It. I'm going guilty, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying guilty. I love this movie, and I'm still gonna say guilty. So we have to be unanimous if we're coming to a verdict, or it's gonna go to Twitter. I'm going guilty. You're going guilty? Yeah. Have, I mean, I, yeah. I liked it, but yeah. yeah. It's Ryan guilty. and Allison kind of changed I'm not going to try to stop, stop it. Are we, going, are we making a decision here? I Is this guilty. unanimous? Now I, feel, now I feel guilty. Come on, we can't. Because I like this movie so much. Yeah, I, I really time. liked it too, but yeah. But yeah, that's I not mean, the question. Is it, is you it, can like trash. It's okay. And, and I'm also like, I'm kind of. You brought Swedish. I'm kind of outside Oreos. of the fandom, you know? <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed watching it yesterday, but like it is annoying. It's yeah. an alien movie. It's annoying. 
It's, yeah. anno- it's also annoying as a regular movie, too, just because yeah. you're just oh. mad at everybody. No, I, I love it as a regular movie, but now now you're making me also rethink, rethink it as an alien movie. He's in charge and- of the map-making robots and gets lost. <laughs> That's that yeah. the worst. Yeah. He the- shouldn't, that shouldn't happen. He should do everything right and then still get killed because aliens yeah. are scary. That just happens. Yeah. Well, All right. What- well, it's fucking well, guilty. It's like All right, so I guess what we're what we're discovering now is that a movie can be guilty of Biologist. crimes against fandom and still be very enjoyable to watch. It for can me, be very personally. watchable. Yes. Yeah. So we're not saying it's like a bad movie. We're not saying we don't like it. But we are. But as far as like people being really upset for how it affected their personal fandom, it's guilty. Guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I can't believe we came to a verdict. Good. We that was the job. that was fun, guys. <laughs> this was the first successful trial that yeah. we didn't have to wait. I feel like a, a sense of accomplishment right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to talk <laughs> about it anymore. Good. Shitting on other people's art, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> they made no. it crap on. Yeah, and I feel like we're, you know, we all like seem to have, at least except for Allison, have some sort of like, respect for the film itself as a piece of art, as a piece of cinema. I she don't. said it was pretty. It's yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah, she so all of us, yeah, including okay. Allison, there it's we go. It's pretty. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the point of this podcast is like, let's be honest with with our feelings, guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Could have been Well, let's better. pick something for next yeah. time. We did it. Okay. It's guilty. Yay. Uh, so we had talked about the potentiality of just putting M. Night Shyamalan films on the ballot. <laughs> because uh, only, only M. Night Oh, okay. Yeah, because Why? Signs, Signs was really close. Signs was uh, was close to being but voted in this time. I Well, I love I love Signs. Wow. Um, well, you like I, w- I would defend Signs movies? to the death. No, I think Signs is fucking great. Dumb. <laughs> oh, I think it was dumb, too. It was really dumb. It was dumb. Uh, I have no strong Unbreakable is the only good one. Well, no, see, Unbreakable is... Dumb too. I love no, Unbreakable. Good. Good. See, you know oh, the God. science thing. It. It, it can it, just like Prometheus. I think can come down to um, how 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 you interpret the, what the story is, which like, is what really true. makes me want to sometimes, put it on trial. Sometimes you decide maybe it's a different story than you thought it was telling before, and the story that you thought it was before was a bad story, but the new story that you came up with that it's telling is better, and you can do that with any movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, Doug and I just did that with the Star Wars holiday special. Well, Doug did that, and I listened, and it was yeah. great. It was awesome. That's on my other podcast, Sci-Fi with Jesse Mercury. <laughs> so, do we want to do that? Do we want to put four Shyamalan films on the ballot to vote between? If that's what you want to do. I'll do that. That means we have to watch one of them. That's yeah. Okay. Unbreakable gonna be on there. Well, I I mean I feel like Unbreakable is pretty universally liked, but Sarah okay. hates it, yeah, so no, maybe we should put it on the ballot. That's fine. I'm just what thinking think? of movies yeah. I want to watch again. I love Unbreakable. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want like, to watch any of his movies again. Yeah, <laughs> but I will for this podcast. I appreciate that. Uh, so we got those two. Uh, the happening is pretty well regarded as his uh, worst movie. People hate that movie, and I watch it really bad. The happening is that or Lady in the Water. Lady in the bad. Water, I don't think qualifies as sci-fi or Airbender. Oh, Airbender, oh, I haven't so seen. A, he did Airbender. Yeah. yeah, last Airbender with no Asian characters. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him put his name on it, so they were worried. I've heard that that movie's <laughs> garbage, so it seems. Wait, so what it's, movie it's did like he do? close what's, enough to sci-fi, right? What's I mean, his filmography? Lady uh, the Water is like a children's see. story. Uh, Six Sense, uh, Unbreakable. Then that's the the village. The village, Lady in the Water, it's, it's, and then the happening. And then the happening. Oh, the happening is the one with the plants, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That movie, oh, that's a movie I want to see. That movie that was okay. It wasn't like awful. People think it's just the worst movie ever. It was just, it was fine. You know, it wasn't. Yeah. 
I didn't particularly like it, but I didn't like hate it. Sometimes when people I think it's the worst movie ever, I feel like Ooh. it might be the best movie ever. <laughs> All right, I'm pulling up his list, his filmography. Like, oh shit, guys! After Earth, the After Earth, the the movie with Will Smith and his kid. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh. Everyone hated that. I didn't see it. That's Shyamalan what? too. Yeah, and that's they, Shyamalan. Because yeah. they stopped letting him put his name on in front of the movie. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you? Because he forever he was like M Night Shyamalan's this, M Night Shyamalan's that, and they're like people don't like your films, but you're still good enough at making them that we're gonna let you keep doing it as long as you don't put your name before the title. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. M Night Shyamalan's. I don't know if that's the conversation that happened. Last Airbender. After Earth. Let's yeah. watch After Earth. I think that's I've a great one. Yeah. So okay, we got even seen it. Unbreakable Signs, After Earth, and then should we do The Happening or Airbender? I feel like Airbender's not really a sci-fi movie, though, happening, right? The Happening. What about that Tom Cruise one where uh, he was alone on that station and had to go fly around the planet and he had a baseball cap on? That's like <laughs> almost... I thought those were like the same movie. What it is that? It came out the same time as After Earth. It was one of those... Yeah. It's one of those things where is it, it's, it's, it's two worlds? abandoned Earth no. films. Oh, I don't yeah. know what that is. What? What the hell's oh, that crap. movie called? After Earth? Yes, After Earth. After Earth is one. (laughs) I've never heard of that movie. The same year this Tom Cruise movie came out where he was alone on Earth as well. Or he's not alone. I don't know. We've got to check that out. Well, I feel like we've got a solid list. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to vote between Signs, Unbreakable, The Happening, and After Earth. We're going to do a Shyamalan sci-fi movie next time. And it's going to be fucking awesome. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's wrap this shit up. Where can we find y'all on Twitter if people want to follow you? Allison? Oh, it's at Allison Lazat. John. Allison underscore Lazat. Very important. Mm-hmm. John. Uh, at Johnny Unicorn. Ryan. Uh, at O Ryan Casey. O H Ryan Casey. Oh, Ryan Casey. Oh, Ryan Casey. On Twitter. And then, yeah, radiolarp.com yeah. for the, the podcast that I used to do. <laughs> you may do in and the future. Sarah, are you on Twitter? Nope. Not gonna be. Don't cool. want to. There it is. <laughs> Twitter's dead anyway. I don't. I. I, 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 tweet I don't. Once yeah. every six months. Yeah. Well, this. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Facebook. This was great. I actually, I was like iffy on the new format, but at the end, I really liked it because it, it produced results. I like it. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. And with that, my friends, another trial is in the bag. I really enjoyed the new format. I'd love to hear from you to see if you feel the same. You can email us at scifiontrial at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at scifiontrial on Twitter. This show is part of my multimedia sci-fi project, which you can learn more about at jessemercury.com. I recently started a premium podcast for my Patreon supporters to help support this show and the rest of the sci-fi project. So all of the bonus episodes that I've made from deleted content from these trials is now part of the Sci-Fi Project Premium Podcast. The next episode of which will be deleted content from this trial. A lot of shenanigans that I couldn't fit into the episode, but I'm very excited to be able to release on my Premium Podcast. I'd also like to give a special thank you to Mike Brown, my newest Patreon supporter. Thank you so much for your generous support. Come back next time for the trial of one of M. Night Shyamalan's movies to be determined. I cannot wait. I'll see you there.